Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Yeah, welcome along, folks. Another episode of Glory Days. I was going to say spelt with a Z, but I mean, if you found us already, you probably know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. really make a lot of sense. But it is PJ and Jim's podcast. It's a sort of a little, it's a mishmash of some of the highlights of the week. A sort of a little mini best of. Plus, of course, it, well, who knows what's about to come out of the mouth. Of the great PJ Gallagher right now. Oh, and not a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I have to say, I have a story to tell you because I, I got uh, tattooed again this week. Tats? Yeah, I got tattooed. I haven't been tattooed in so long. And I feel like, you know, I didn't know. I, you know, I feel like um, it's amazing the dread you get for pain when you get older, isn't it? Yeah. Any pain at all. And I mean any pain at all. Like, you know, it, it, everything's such an inconvenience. And then, uh, and I mean, like, you know the way that you get dread because of the take tablets, do I? Oh, Jesus, the swallowing of them. Are they big? Are they big? Are they? Yeah. So it's not even the ailment anymore. You start worrying about how big it is to swallow. Oh, because it, um, it was a big gulp now. Oh, Jesus. And there's five of them. Oh, jeepers. Uh, and so and so anything like that, when that something as small as that starts to crawl up your bum. Um, and I'm, I'm bothering you. You know uh, that you're, it's a slippery slope, basically. So I booked a tattoo and all, and I, I didn't even pick what it was going to be. I was like, I don't care what it is. Right. I just wanted something to cover the skin because I've done the, I'm, I've gone like the plastic surgery. I don't see the tattoos anymore. I just see the skin that's left over. Oh my god! And I want to cover. So are you like carpet. Are you, I see are you sort of like addicted? I would say it. Yeah, I would say it's like I feel like an unfinished house. I feel like a Celtic tiger house. Right. You know, I feel like a. I feel so like you don't. You don't like any no sort of spare spots. Not really. No, I don't. I don't really like. Well, not. I, I don't mind the face, neck, and hands. <laughs> right. I think they're supposed to be. You know. Okay. I, I don't mind because they're. You know, there's a lot of character in a person's face, neck, and hands, Jim. Uh, but the, the rest, I kind of like. I want Filling to have a it in. Yeah, but the dread. Jesus Christ, the dread. Oh, my God. A fucking week of sitting there going, oh, it's going to be painful. Wait a second. You've it's going to be painful. You've got about 50 oh. tattoos. You've had it done At loads of times 50. before. I know, and it's, but every time How you get you? one, yeah. and every time you get one, it's more painful than the last one. And the older I get, the more I, I get afraid of yeah. everything. And I'm afraid of everything now that I'm older. But you know? obviously forget then. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like um, it's like the opposite like of child, drink, like childbirth. <laughs> I, I suppose it is. You know what I mean? You go through all that agony and you think, oh my god, how could I? I'm never doing that again. Uh, I think I'd have another kid. Uh, yeah. I like the nippers. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. By the way, I'm assuming that's the case. I mean, obviously, there's women out there going, what? Yeah. Like childbirth, is it? It is. Yeah. The same as getting Him, that buffoon getting a tattoo. The same as getting ch- a picture of a pelican on his hole <laughs> for an hour. That's not what I got, by the way. I didn't get a pelican on me hole. I got a toucan on me arm. It's oh. actually what I got. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a lot so. better because at least, at least you know, we can uh, we can take photographs of that, or you can show it to people. Yeah, imagine if you that. had walked in and, and I'd have said to you, "So what? What what'd you end up getting in the end? I got a pelican on me hole." Jim. Imagine I did. I, the, the last thing I'm going to say is, "Go away. Show us that I'm not going." You know, imagine, I'm going to go no, right. Well, then that's here. a tattoo I'm never going to see. Yeah, do you want to see it? Come here, look at it. Look at the way the beak goes right up there. Look, Jim. What do you think of that? You'd be like, Jesus. What is it? I, did you get that? So feeling? you got you got the a toucan, a toucan on your arm. Yeah, the, you know the toucan. He's, he's, it's like the like toucan. The Guinness board. Like that one, except right, it's okay. not that. It's sort of different. In fact, he's got a smidix on his bill this right, time because I prefer that. Yeah. Uh, so now, it, uh, if you haven't seen it, this must sound like the weirdest tattoo. And he's wearing a scarf and he's got a football. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so what you're saying is, you didn't go for some sort of arty one. I didn't go for some arty. No, it's the cast that I'm 46, and here I am, still having this conversation. Like people always used to say, "Oh, when you're older, 
Jesus, you'll regret them tattoos when you're older. I'm nearly 50. When is older? Yeah. At what point will I regret? Uh, like, I, what uh, What about me? Sure, I only got my first one. I was after 50. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and as if you're going to be lying there, lying in your bed one day and... You crocked, yeah. fucked, because that's what age does. Your knees be gone, your hips be twisted, your back be bent, your liver do be gangrenous, and your heart fucking beating once a day, and you're lying there breathing like this through probably a gas tank on your back. <laughs> <laughs> And then people go, have you any regrets in your life? Yeah. I shouldn't have got tattooed. The tattoo. <laughs> if you could change one thing about your life, what would you change? The fucking football playing parrot on me arm. <laughs> I hate it. I hate and, it. And it's not like we were ever going to be in the running for jobs where it might have been potentially a drawback. I know. People say <laughs> they're job stoppers. You know, people say they're job stoppers. And you're like, oh, 46. What jobs am I going to be applying for? Do I mean, you think? look, at, I'd say the biggest hindrance to me getting a really high powered job is that I really am just not talented enough. I know. I'd say it's very little to do with the fact that I have a tattoo on the arm. The fact that I never did a fucking leave in search is, a, is, the, is the straight thing there. That you start thinking, maybe that's something that would be primarily like more job destructive yeah. than the fact that you're covered in tattoos, the, yeah. which I am. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. know. Anyway, listen, so has that gone up on social media yet? No, I haven't put that up, actually, no. Right, so I, nobody I don't, has no, seen... I don't normally do your that. Your smidic-drinking, scarf-wearing, football-playing toucan yet. And you know something? Because it's described like that, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> because that is the best... God knows what people are seeing in their head. Yeah. And I want it to be whatever yeah, they do. the image think. will never live up. Yeah, your image can never live up to that. Amazing. Right, listen, by the way, uh, the, the best bits that we have for you, we're going to give you a little selection of what we uh, went through during the week. There's some crackers in here. Um, we ended up talking it was the, it, very casually it came about we ended up talking about hecklers PJ being a renowned stand up and somebody asked a question about heckles it got us to a place where we didn't think well I didn't think we were going to end up going anyway that's for sure but it's very funny hecklers that's on the way also um, <laughs> PJ was having a bit of a moan about his bad feet and how other people with bad feet get much better treatment they do and even not I, even people and birds once again birds I tell you I'm not happy about it at all that's what you should have got. You should have got a penguin. Yeah, well, I'll have to get the arse pelican first. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> um, if you're if you're planning any sort of celebration, uh, we have the uh, the ultimate hangover cure. Apparently, we found that during the week. That's an interesting one. And a night owls, which is kind of a strange one. Obviously, you know we're meant to be morning people. Yeah. Um, but you've been a devout night owl. What's this bird thing going on? I don't Night know. Night owls, yeah. Toucans, pelicans Pelican. on your arse, yeah. Penguins wearing penguins shoes. Wearing shoes. It was all a very ornithological feel to this podcast. A very foulish. Although none of them are foul. For God's sake! Just listen to the best bits. I'll yeah. talk to you in a minute. Good luck. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Sai has been on. Your mate, Sai, actually. Oh, how are you, Sai? Saying, uh, uh, morning, lads. Um, apart from your hourly ones in work, PJ, I certainly don't know what he means by that. Yeah. Um, have you had any memorable heckles on stage over the years? Me- Obviously, Sai is having a very contemplative kind hey, of morning. contemplative, yeah. Uh, oh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, I'm on PJ, got I wonder if he's ever had any... Oh, memorable heckles. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, do you know something? It's the ones I saw more than ones I was a victim of. Have you been? Were you a victim of many? Ah, you're always. But it's it's very hard to be. Most heckles are just stupid and pointless. Like it's very right. hard. Like one in every million like, heckles. Get is off! Funny. 
Oh, no, no. Just, <laughs> just noise. Uh, but I've heard some classics. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget the one in the Ivy Gardens that year when your man was on stage and this American woman said, excuse me, you're wanted outside. And he was like, who wants me outside? And she goes, everybody inside. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And now, you see, that's like, it's one thing to get heckled and then win yeah. in the heckle. Then you're sort of, everything's good. You've, you've asserted your dominance. Yeah. But oh my, to be burned. To be owned. By a heckle. And the, the, the laugh is so There's no big. way back. You, immediately, you're the second funniest, at best, in the person room. in the room. In the room, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it, at best, yeah. <laughs> and I saw another fella on stage, and he did this huge, big, long, long joke, right? It was a pub gig, right? Yeah. And he was a huge, long joke, and he told the punchline, and nothing. It was the worst gag. And the fella just stood up and goes, didn't there used to be a pool table in here? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that so good? I don't know. It was amazing. It makes no sense, but it's brilliant. He just stood up in the silence. Didn't there used to be a pool table in here? He, just... <laughs> he reduced your man to invisibility. Yeah, he did. Just, yeah, he was there. Non-existence. Yeah, I can't believe we got rid of the pool table for this. Glory days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. I found uh, my spirit animal. You're getting older, Jim, let's be honest. It can be not only a privilege, uh, it can be a bit of a burden as well. It can Come be a on. course. It can be. It's a privilege and a course at the same time. Things right? start breaking down. And there's an Enrique. Enrique is an elderly penguin. He's a geriatric rock hopper penguin, uh, is what he is. And he's in a zoo in um, in St. Louis. And I'll tell you something. I have, If anything says... Um, a geriatric rock hopper penguin more than me. If, like, if this were to turn into a to human honest, being, if you left off the penguin, you could easily be. If you were, if I was reading a magazine article about you, yes. PJ Gallagher, geriatric rock hopper, uh, forty six. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would believe that. That's an apt description. You see, it is, and he's got dicky feet, right? Most <sighs> penguin rock hoppers they only live to be ten years old. He's lived to be at least. 30 years old, right? Wow. And with that comes its problems. His feet, he's got dicky feet. What do I have? Dicky feet. Yeah. How do I, every Your day. Plantar, plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis is driving me up the wall at the moment. Yeah. And they, and now, look at this. If you're a geriatric rock hopper penguin, they've developed these new boots for him, right? Therapeutic support boots so he can walk around in total comfort. I've seen three physios, <laughs> two doctors, and, I, and I've been to a chiropodist and I'm still walking around. No, not one person has decided to say... Nobody came up with special shoes for your dicky feet Not one person. I'm a human being and nobody came up <laughs> with showing off de- with terrible so music support boots. You penguin... Shoe envy from a penguin, I basically. Have absolute shoe envy. You wanna, they look deadly as well. I'm looking at them here and they're got... Um, they're sort of black. Oh, the, your man, the video's gone now. But oh, they're, no. they're black, right? They're like his feet so they blend in perfectly with what he's wearing already. With his feathers and the colours, yeah. I, I and, would, yeah. and they have a red fair, bottom. I wouldn't have thought that was a priority consideration. That, like, you know... Too right I don't there. want it to clash. Too right there. You can't have a geriatric rock hopper penguin turning up with the rest of the lads. And it's all, it's all like... What, what colour are his feet normally? Red. The orangey red, well, you know. Well, they not have made it look orangey red? No, they've done that on the bottom. It, they're very good. There's all these grips at the bottom so you won't slip off rocks and all. Um, nice and padded so it's calluses. Uh, they, take, they take them off at night so he can have a good old sleep. They put them on in the morning when they, they're great for swimming. He can do anything. I still can't believe it. And let me just say it again. Three physios, 
two doctors and a chiropodist and I'm a human being. Why didn't you go to a vet? Why did... Uh, you should have gone to a vet. I might just do that now. I yeah. might just... I'm, I am delighted for Enrique. I am. I'm delighted for him. I think it's brilliant. It's a lovely good news story. It puts yeah. a smile on your face. But you can't just, help being a little bit resentful. I'm absolutely positive. That you don't have anybody to put on special shoes and take them off and all that... And look after your dicky feet for you. I need them. I need them. He gets his feet rubbed and all. The, the veterinarian comes in and rubs his feet in the morning before he puts the shoes on. He says, because apparently... Clint, I think he's building up to something here, buddy. I mean, you know, you are the producer. Technically, that makes you his keeper. Absolutely. Clint, would you ask Jim if he would put kindly? Because he's no in way, here earlier. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be qualified. Clint to be... Clint looks like he probably... He's probably dealt with penguins. I don't know. Clint is... Probably has to chase them out of his garden and everything and all that. Was, Clint's enough to do. I think it's only for... You look like you've got a good firm grip. You can get my little webbed feet there in your hand and give them a little mush. Come on, think of it. We both oh, get something out of this. No, thanks. Oh, my God. No, all I'd get is ill. Come on. Let's not, let's, you get to say you rubbed a geriatric rockhopper's feet. <laughs> Jim, it's a privilege. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Absolutely, listen, Jim. We're in we're in good company here. Woo! You and me, morning people. Um, apparently, we're great. We're great. We're disciplined. We're reliable. We're we're you know people look at us and think, oh, I wish I could now, be you, more like. Are you sure they're talking about us? Like, well, I'm just saying, morning people in general, maybe, but you and I, reliable. Trustworthy Okay let me Hold on a minute (laughs) Hold on a minute Uh, They say If you're a morning person Right Mm. And you're not more than A night person And I always say I work for 20 Like 3 years Or something As a night person Yeah I suddenly found out It was a morning person And then you Had to live the rest of your life Tortured with my presence Unfortunately for (laughs) you I thought you were going to say I mean I've Like I work in Obviously I've worked all my life Well most of my life Working like in the mornings Yeah You know breakfast kind of radio And and yet I still don't know if I really am a morning person. <laughs> You're not. Jim McCabe, now can I just... I'll tell you the story. So basically, if you're a morning person, you're more likely to be blessed with self-discipline, right? That's what they say. Right. And if you're a night owl and you prefer to get up late and go to bed late, mm, Jim McCabe, <laughs> you're more likely to be seeking out excitement in your life. Whoa, so you're an excitement seeker. That's probably seeker. why I had an orange Yorkie there at 8 o'clock in the morning. You see? That's the you kind see. of daredevil I am. You see? This is the thing. The Thrill researchers, seeker. they investig- investigated this thing. They call it a chronotype, right? And that's your propensity to sleep at a certain time, right? Right. Th- that's the science of it. And how it was related to your personality traits and how it comes across through you, um, in particular, as a person. Don't know why it mentioned you, Jim McKay, but don't know. Um, what time you go to sleep? It's sort of due to genetics on one side. The other part is sort of happy. But it, it, genetics are definitely there, and they say that you can change your sleep patterns. Though, if you want to become a morning person, why Jim never did that in thirty years, nobody knows. Uh, if you are, but you can do it. So, with a bit of practice and a bit of rehearsal, it can but actually you, be done. You, it was a revelation for you, wasn't it? Because as Hugely. you say, like twenty odd years of stand up, working nights, yeah, you know, sometimes very late, getting home, yeah. travel, all that sort of stuff. Like you were a proper what? Like in the old days? Do you remember in the old days I what do. your routine was? Like what time oh, you'd get up at and everything. Yeah, I'd get up around 11 or something. Right. And then I'd, I'd dawdle through me day. 
you know yeah but, but like just dreading the night of going to do the show <laughs> and being so full of anxiety and stage fright about what that was going to be like and oh god oh my and then the whole wind down then, after the show and then the wind down took and hours you do things like eat after the show and everything you'd else. have to because yeah. if you, you'd be start immediately after the show because you don't eat well yeah um, your adrenaline kicks in and then you have petrol station cuisine in the <laughs> middle of the night and then you come home. Uh, so to so say, might have been, it might have been early hours of the morning when you were going to bed. Oh, would always be. Days, yeah. yeah, would always be. You're talking ah, trees so and flowers. Literally yeah. flipped it on its head. Then flipped it on its head. Never been happier. Never been happier. So it was a genuine revelation. Like, oh genuine. my god, this is much better. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And then I get to come in, and I get to uh, like in, in the same way I used to get to upset crowds on a grand level. Now I get to just to do it you and <laughs> face to face, person to person, same person every day, like erosion, like water hitting a rock. Time after time after time, <laughs> I get to have that effect on you. I mean, it's wonderful. And so, um, you, and, and now, actually, staying up late is a like that's a real bother to you. Like, not just a bother; it's a real sort of. It's a pain. For I you. hate it. On the occasions when you're forced to stay up oh, late. If I see darkness, I'm upset. I like I get through the summer now, I don't see darkness. I go to bed, it's bright. There's people out cutting grass, there's ice cream vans. I call them all, yeah, you show us go to bed. And I wake up I wake up and it's bright. You don't see a dark you don't see darkness. I haven't seen darkness since whenever. So maybe, like, maybe all those years you were suffering from sad. Oh, well, I was definitely sad, Jim. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you know the way you're sad now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I didn't think I suffered from sad. Well, yeah, well, I think we all get a bit of the seasonal effect of mm. disorder, don't we? But you definitely, you the other way, you love staying up late. Like you still, you still feel hard done by on a Monday because you couldn't. I do. F- I, do, do I, your- tell, I do feel kind of like. I do feel a little bit schoolboyish still having to go to you bed at sort do, of like yeah. nine o'clock. You know what I mean? In and like a lie-in for you it. is a lie-in now, isn't it? Like, Although it's gotten better. I have, I have tried to adopt your philosophy of kind of making the weekends a bit more like the weekdays. Except yeah. the, what ends up happening is I go, right, that's it. I'm not lying in. I'm getting up. Okay, it might only be eight o'clock. Okay, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. <laughs> a lie is. I'm getting, up, I'm getting up. I'm not lying on or whatever. I'm going to do what BJ said and get a routine. The trouble is I get up at that time, but I still stay up till midnight. Or midnight. <laughs> midnight. Unbelievable. It's like only when you, two, maybe two nights in a week. I was like last night I had to go and see a friend's play last night, you know. Yeah. I was like, what time's a start? And she was like, eight o'clock. I was like, eight o'clock at night? I know, we're not all on cocaine. <laughs> we're not all out of our mallet on drugs. Eight o'clock to start something in the middle of the night. Eight o'clock in the middle of the night. Yeah. Sure, who'd be out at that stage? I was out, 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 to be out. Is there not a curfew? Yeah, gangsters and, and drug vandals. It was at that time. I was like, I, I can't believe it. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, I couldn't believe it. It's even now when somebody says, do you want to meet me well, for I mean, dinner? I mean, I'll go to your play, but I'll have to show up in my pyjamas. Yeah, I was there. I hope, I hope there's a resting area. It's unbelievable. I, could, I literally couldn't believe it. Even if I get a doctor's appointment, if I have to go to the doctor and they say, yeah, we have a space there at half five. Half five at night, I'd be going. <laughs> Are you joking? Half five in the middle of the night? What do you think I am? How did you ever get through your life as a stand-up? That's incredible. With great difficulty, I will say, yeah. That's extraordinary. That's what I'm going to say to the doctor now next time. He says, no, not all cocaine (laughs) addicts. You carrying on cocaine jokers like yourself. Not what sort of person walks into that type of a night. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's the early evening. It's the early evening. It's getting dark and you're going home. 
I don't know what sort of carry on that is. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. We are going to talk about our favourite subjects. Food. Food. Yes. Always food. Uh, and there's, uh, this great survey has been done by Tabasco. You know the way everybody's always trying to figure out what is honestly the best hangover cure. What is yeah, it? Because we did this recently and you claimed coffee. Well, the coffee people claimed it was coffee. Right. We were quite happy to go along with it because we because loved it was good for your it. liver and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. it's like apparently three to four, wasn't it? Three to four coffees a day is great for... Reversing oh, liver damage or something or whatever. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah, that yeah. sort of yeah. carry on. Um, although three to four coffees is it might not have been that much that's just fine here's me once again saying what I do and telling you it's healthy as if I'm a doctor that knows although anything no, about I think, anything I think you're, I think you're right I think, was I, it? I think it was in that sort of neck of the woods oh well then excuse me I would like to be referred to as <laughs> Professor PJ <laughs> yeah. uh, if you don't mind Dr Gallagher we'll see you now yeah. So what is it now then? If the coffee, so the coffee got a thumbs up. That yeah. seemed to be good. Well, I love this. I love this one, right? Because they didn't go through medical channels, right, to find right. out what is the best hangover cure. They went straight to the source. The people who have the hangovers. Drunks. Well, I wouldn't refer to them as that. <laughs> Well, I say, I guess, yeah, maybe you're right. They've definitely been drunk yeah. at least once or twice. And they said, what is it? And it's as simple as this. It's a full Irish breakfast served at brunch time. So it's a lunch. I hate that word, brunch time. Do you? Brunch time. You see, I, I hate that Anything that brings word. breakfast into something yeah. is all right by me. So basically, it's the if all I, day I, breakfast. I'd have, I'd have Brinner. <laughs> Brin, I know. If it was up to me. I love a I'd, I'd eat a, a typical sort of Irish fry up, right? Yeah. I would eat that. Any time of the day. Same there's, there's here. There's no point in the day where I would feel, wait, you can't be eating that. Oh, jeez. I'd eat it every, every hour of every day. Oh, the other day when I went and home. Done. And it was amazing. I did that thing where I was like looking. I, I didn't prepare anything, you know. Yeah. So I just got sausages out and did sausages and potatoes with bu- with butter and black pepper and salt. Lovely. And, and eggs. And it, oh. was just, and it was honest to God. That's comfort food I right nearly there. wished I had a hangover. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it yeah. tasted and felt so and, good and for dinner. Is, when what point does a breakfast, right, yeah. stop being a breakfast and become a mixed grill? I don't know. Have you ever seen it's that It's one in, of on the menus? mysteries of the planet. Yeah, no, we, stop, we, we don't serve breakfast after 12. All right. What's in the mixed grill? Uh, sausages, rashers, eggs, beans. Yeah. So, like, breakfast stuff. So what's the difference? Can I get a hash brown with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grand. Can I get a tomato? No, that's a breakfast. <laughs> no, I well, see I'm, what you're doing. The last, thing, uh, the last thing I'd be asking for is a tomato, anyway. <laughs> who, is, who are those sickos that put tomatoes on fry-ups? Who are those people? Probably the same weirdos that put fruit on pizzas. They are the same people. Probably. I've always wondered, and you know the way they always, I always forget not to, to ask not to have it. Yeah. Because I always presume the next place I go to won't be that sort of demented individual who'll put a half weird wet ball of dirty <laughs> water on the side of the plate which is what a tomato that's been fried is and every time I get there there it is the dirty half cut ball of dirty water sitting on the side uh, acting like it's a condiment next to my beautiful sausage because it ends up just being it's like a side salad on a you know when you get when you get things and they put a little bit of side salad you order I don't know yeah. a sandwich or something a toasted sandwich and then there's a little bit of side salad thing on the side of the plate yeah, and just garnish yeah you just you put, never actually no, you, you it's decoration. Push it to the side and hope a dog gets it. <laughs> Whatever it is. You know, all of that else. You know, it's decorative. Decoration, yeah. as they say. But I'm delighted to hear that there's an endorsement for the for the breakfast. No matter what time. Okay. So, I mean, the thing about it being a brunch, 
surely that just means that if you are somebody who, and remember, always drink responsibly, people, you know, but if you are somebody who has overindulged, the reason it's a brunch is because you didn't get up early enough for it to be a breakfast. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. And some people say brunch becomes, or breakfast becomes a brunch when you add in another table. That's what some people say, oh, isn't really? it? really? I think for some people, that's it. Oh, right. You know I what see. I mean? A breakfast becomes a brunch when you add champagne. Oh, right. You know, I think it's that way. Or a Bellini. Or one of those cocktails that sounds like, you know. A Buck's Fizz. A Buck's Fizz, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, it's gas away, isn't it? You get champagne, you put a berry in it. And then it's sort of called something else all of a sudden. You yeah. can't say, give us a champagne with a berry in it. You have to go, give us a Buck's Bellini biz. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, you know? Yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, if you said, you give us a champagne. I, I, what? At this time in the morning, what is wrong with you? Oh, yeah. All right, sorry. So, well, in yeah. that case, give us a books fizz. Books Certainly, fizz. sir. No problem, sir. <laughs> Would you like mustard, much juice in it? Well, you know when people say, can I have a Bloody Mary? And if that's okay for breakfast, that's basically vodka soup. <laughs> yeah. It's vodka soup. And you're sitting there having it for breakfast. That's a great cure. It's not cure. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Glory Days The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim On Radio Nova So there we go, there we have uh, some of the best bits from during the week As part of uh, Glory Days this week Hopefully you enjoyed them Whether that was the first time you managed to hear them Or whether it was your second time round or whatever it is uh, Thanks for hanging out with us um, Anyway, getting back to this business about you and your tattoos right? Yes um, it, When will it all end? Like when you say, like, so you're, <laughs> both your arms are but they're not really no, this, actually. No, this arm you has still to be have filled. A few spots. When this arm, when my right arm is filled, right. when the left arm is filled, that's the end of it. Then I was, yeah, I always. What plan about on, your legs? No, I've I've a lot on my legs already, but right. I've just uh, the pain, Jim, the pain. Can we, can we just establish as well that the whole pelican on your hole? That's that was just a joke. Oh, that was not a real Great, thing. Okay. No, no. Can we? Yeah, definitely yeah, get yeah, that. That yeah. isn't something that's a future plan. No, like definitely not. A light didn't go off, and you went actually. How do you say it? I was like, yeah, an Irish pelican might just be the very thing I need. And have you it. ever, like, your approach to tattoos is so, di- like, I know lots of people and they have all this kind of, you know, arty thing. And they oh, know exactly yeah, yeah. and they want, I tell you what I want, I want this vision of it. And they design their own. But you go in and literally just pick them out of a book, do you? Oh, not even that, I couldn't give a shit. Uh, I go into your man, I like him. And so you walk different. in and go, come here, draw on me, No, I go, see that Follow shape there? And they go, yeah, and I say, fill that in with something. I want to fill that in with something like that's traditional style. Right. And whatever the shape is. So see the way I have the little fella there? The, the point on his head there had to go around the foot of the little other fella there. Right. And then there's all this. So it fits the shape. So I just say, and it fits the shape. So I have another little shape here now. Right. Oh, well, that's a there. sort of an oblong thing I'll, there I'll, now. Yeah, I'll, I'll put an old fly in there or something. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, an old fly or something like that. So or, no, do, do any know. of your tats have any sort of significance? Do they, do they mean anything other than they were just filling in a spot? Well, they just mean general bad life choices, really. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't say they mean anything other than that. You know, no more than any sort of uh, picture book means anything. No, no, they don't. Right. No, they're, they're a bit of crack. Yeah, they're just things I like, you know. Yeah. Like, and has you know. there ever been any... Is there any one of them that's, that's a regret? Well, I got a three-legged dog by accident. Your man forgot to put the fourth leg on it. He made one leg look like it was bent all around in the circle. And I have a panther and, he, and over time his eyes fell off. Uh, so I ha- there's them Fell off Well they're kind of gone You can see there in my arm Does eyes. that mean a piece of your skin fell off? Yeah, well, a lot Where of, his eyes were well, I don't know It's like they it blurred or something uh, People have said it to me I never thought about it until someone goes Oh I like that yeah, I've seen touches just like that But you got yours with the eyes removed Listen, <laughs> I, They're fucking I did as well I didn't know that 
It's just sort of it's just over time and age that you can't see his eyes. Because <laughs> so, yeah. you telling me about uh, somebody who should remain nameless who got a couple of tattoos and because you know the way a lot of people, as I say, they put a bit of significance on it and they do the quotes and they do the oh, they do, meaningful yeah. things and all that sort of stuff. And you said you just bought a couple and you had to sort of break the news that you know that's not spelled. It's right. not spelled right. A friend of mine he got he got a tattoo spelled wrong, and then he got another one and that was spelled wrong as well. I was there. Do you not learn? Do you not learn to check the spelling, for God's sake? Yeah, or go to a literate yeah. tattoo artist. Or go to a tattooist that can read. There is a lot out there that can read. Like, generally, they're quite, they're not, you know, they're intelligent people, a lot of them, you know, artists, you yeah. know. Yeah. They're, they're, you don't have to go to the tattoo artist that's doing it at home with a fucking knit needle. Go to the lad that can read. Spend a few quid. Spend a few quid. Good tattoos aren't cheap. Cheap tattoos aren't good. You know what I mean? Oh. There you go. On those words of wisdom, I think I think we'll call a halt to another glory days. Thanks for that. Jeez, I nearly lost the mouth and gone mad again. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.